You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Wickhackers. Welcome back to the new... Well, it's a new type of uh, interview program. So this is the dark side of wake hacking, where I will be interviewing other wake hackers to help you break your fears of building your wig business and bring it to the next level. So I have a special guest today. He has been in the wake hackers community for a little bit now. And when I say take something and run with it, holy cow. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome Chad Wigs by Chad, ladies and gentlemen. Woo woo. I need a horn. Honk, honk. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Um, well, I'm going to just jump right into it. So let's... Um, Let's get a little bit about you. So um, what started your wig making journey? And I know you have like a, uh, uh, like an arc on how you got here. So I'm excited to, to hear that. Let me share with us your little story. All right. Um, as far back as I can remember, to be honest, I, I've always been interested in hair. Like even as a teenager, I just couldn't figure out why I always like styling and doing things, you know, and, uh, Started out, I taught myself how to do braids and taught myself how to do French braids. I taught my, then I went and taught myself how to do uh, cornrows, taught myself how to do cornrows and braids with extensions, and then moved to do learning, teaching myself how to do a sew-in weave, then a quick weave. And it's just a steady progression of different things that finally led up to wig making that there some techniques I, from each of those that I, I still use with doing wigs. So how did you, what was your first, like, how did you get into hair then? Like, what was the, was it a friend? Was um, it- honestly, it was just curiosity, you know, like being like a young gay boy, like, a, you know, you just, hair just always fascinated me like seeing like all the wild and crazy things that you could do with it and how sleek and polished it can be and I'm the type of person that I like a challenge which is why I've taught myself how to do all of this instead of have somebody teach me yeah so I mean it's just a steady progression of just looking at something like back when I was uh doing like cornrows and cornrows with extensions I 
taught myself how to almost emulate certain styles. Like anybody that knows me can tell you that I can look at a picture of a style of any kind of cornrows, any pattern, any, anything. And I'll sit and look at it for a minute and then I can copy it and it looks identical. Uh, And and like, I'm, I'm working on teaching myself how to do that with wigs as well. Like I'm not completely there, but I'm getting there. Yeah. You know, but everything, yeah, everything's self-taught and it's all just been like something that, I look at it as not only a challenge, but fascinating and just want to keep learning more. Where, um, where did you get most of your, your education? Where did you normally find it? Um, in the beginning, before the whole YouTube tutorial thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to hear. Uh, there was a lady out of, I want to say Chicago, called, her name was Queen Khadija. And she had these VHS tapes of how-tos on how to do, like, braids, cornrows, and everything. Like, before it became a thing. Yeah. Like, I had bought all of them. I watched it, and I'm like, all right, I got this. And just went from there. And then, at the same time, like, the whole... Uh, way I do cornrows and stuff like I would look at uh, like a a wig and see how it's styled and just take it all in and then just do the exact same thing to replicate it Mm. you know I didn't really have a lot of formal education like I didn't go to beauty school I do have quite a few friends that are uh, licensed like professionals and everything and like i'm all the time texting i'm like hey what can i do about this or this happened so what can i do and all of this you know but i've never had any actual formal education i've been everything's pretty much just self-taught just trial and error oh my god my head is hurting from that just trying to find things for me um but that's the another day another story um okay so looking back uh when you started wig making what was one thing that you kind of dreaded to do um i would dread now (laughs) so you know it you know uh back then it was placing the the lace closures and frontals right because I know when I first started like with closures and like I went from doing quick weaves to making wigs in the style of like a quick weave you know you get the spandex dome cap get your hair bonding glue and some uh needle and thread to sew your closures down and stuff <laughs> and even then like I would uh take some leftover hair to make a closure by just putting glue all the way down one side of it, just rolling it up real tight and then flat ironing it. I actually, the wig, that blonde wig that I showed you that I'm working on now with a nice frontal, I repurposed from a wig from back then that I had done. It's a, a style of like a quick weave and like 
Let's see. This right here is the actual topper closure piece that I made for it. I love it. <laughs> Just took a long track, put glue all the way down one side, rolled it real tight, took a blow dryer and dried it real good. Then went and took my flat iron and just squeezed the heck out of it until it flattened out enough and then just glued it onto the crown area. Because at that time, I didn't know anything about lace closures or lace frontals or lace pieces. So we did what we did with a lot of uh, quick weaves. Is just you make the topper and then just make it look like this just natural hair is styled that way, you know? Yeah. But the hardest thing for me to start was uh, definitely placing the closures right. Because I would always put the closures like the hairline at the edge of the cap instead of a little forward. Uh, mm -hmm. So it was harder to blend that corner of that first track in to where you didn't see it. That was my <laughs> the hardest thing that I had to learn. But mm -hmm. I trial and error and I figured it out. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Oh, it's and it's those little things. Like it's just like just boop, just that little right. bit could change the whole the whole wig. Oh my gosh. Um right, right. what was was there a surprise attack? Like something that you didn't think that you'd be like, oh wow, uh during your wig making journey? Like anything was like, holy cow. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Awesome. Um That it's not as hard as it looks, that it can just be at times time consuming. But other than that, that was like one of those moments for me. Like it's not it's not as hard as everyone makes it look. Like you watch videos and you're like, holy crap. And then you just go to do it and it's like, oh, this ain't nothing. Oh. Um, okay. So I know you have a couple different jobs that you are balancing. Um, and I, I know a lot of people who listen, who are a wig hacker, you know, this is primarily not their full-time job. So what, what tips, what tricks, what advice can you give to someone who is trying to make time to, to make wigs? What is your, what's your go-to, I guess, method? To, to keep everything balanced? Um, I would say planning is a big thing. Because, like, with, with my two jobs, it, one of them is this normal, basic job. I work 3 to 5, 3 p.m. to 5, 3 p.m. to midnight, Monday through Friday. So I know that's a given. During the week with my other job, times can sometimes vary so when during the week if i am if i do end up having a little bit of a shorter day with that first job during the day i'll take advantage of whatever time i have and i'll quickly think of something that i can do in that small amount of time and then plan out like a day for me would be like on sundays that's my my planning planned out day I'm still balancing multiple things throughout that day, but that's my day to work on as much stuff as I can. So again, 
planning and time management. Yeah, time management. That's a big one. I mean, in general, just in, oh, in yeah. any job or whatnot, time management. I still have to go over that one because sometimes I feel like I'm running a circle. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about um, it. So what is one thing that you have learned um, that you wish you learned earlier in weight, in weight making? Um, you know, what is one of those, you know, I mean, yeah. Proper placement when you're doing lifts and tracks in the back of the wig. Because when I first started making wigs, I would start at the nape and work my way up. And all the tracks at the nape would be closer, to, real close together. And then you'd get to about the crown temple area. And then you still got all this room to go and <laughs> not that much hair left. So proper, proper spacing for me back then was something I wished I would have known. Okay. All right. And how did you go from, how did you get introduced to ventilating? Um, I got introduced through my partner's ex, who is a hairstylist and does like, his main thing is like hair units and stuff like that. And at the time we were, Beginning of COVID, first half of COVID, you know, things going to and from China took a really long time, <laughs> you know, and he was, he had asked me and well, basically said like, if you can learn how to do this, I have a ton of hair units that need repair work, need reventilating, that have giant bald spots in them and everything. I was like, I with at the beginning of COVID, I was laid off, so I was just getting unemployment at the time. Nothing else. Like the second job didn't come until later on. So I was like, all right, quick way to make some money. Let's do this. So I got online and Googled uh, how to ventilate, and it brought up several YouTube videos, and I. Washed them, got the stuff that I needed to do it as far as basics, and then just slowly sat there and just taught myself how real quick. And you might as well say I went about learning to ventilate and doing ventilating kind of ass backwards. (laughs) You know, normally you would learn how to do it. You would have your lace front or your closure and do it from start to finish. But now I had to go the hard way and get these ratty hair pieces that had giant ball spots. Like I can send you pictures of some doozies. <laughs> you and should post would, them. And I would have to sit there and they would still have, they'd have no hair, but just the knot, nothing else. In these ball spots, and I would have to sit there and just figure out how to ventilate around all of this stuff and still make it look natural and all of that. So, I mean, that's kind of the way I went about it. So, when, so that, that's, I mean, I don't say recent, what, two years? 
Something like that, yeah. Yeah, holy... I mean, it ain't been that long. No. And you're just whipping that out. I mean, even the project you've been showing me, like, your your timing is, like, down. I I, I gave you notes, so you know that that's not right. the problem. But, you know, we're smarter, not harder. Smarter, not harder, everybody. Um, <laughs> that's, like, like the, the number one thing is probably placement and hair direction, you uh-huh. know? And that will that will come with time. I mean, from filling to doing a, a full hairline is definitely a little different, but oh. you'll pick that up pretty pretty quick. Uh, right. So, what what type of business model do you have for your wig business? Like, is it clients that call you? Is it friends? What what is your what is your business model? A little bit of everything, to be honest with you. I'm not going to turn down anything. <laughs> like if somebody like calls me or messages me, says they need something and they want a price, I'll give it to them. They want to, they want to continue, and we'll just keep the ball rolling until it's finished and everything like that. Uh, got several friends that walk around with wigs that I've made that either they've purchased from me. Or was a gift from me for like a, I made a, made one wig for a friend for a birthday present, but she's one of my walking billboards. Yeah, yeah. I've done her quick weaves for a long time, mm-hmm. so she's been my walking billboard for the longest. So just and then people uh, on all my socials will come come and say they want a wig from me, and then we'll. Kind of have a consultation, go from there and just get it going. Nice. So, um, like, how many weeks do you a month? Now I'm nosy. <laughs> is, um, it is it like what, like, with your schedule? Because I know your schedule is cuckoo, cuckoo. So, uh, you take on a certain number, or do you just have to make it fit when people call you? Is there consistency? This is all the questions, all the questions. Oh. There, there, I almost say there is and there isn't consistency because it just it really depends on the when the customers like call or message or whatever, right. and then when they call a message and they decide what they want, we're okay with the price and everything. Like I will basically just work every chance I get and get this done as quickly as I can, the exact way they want it, how they want it and everything. So you do more custom creations and not like ready to wear? Or do you make- A little bit. I do a little (laughs) bit of both really. So the ready to wear are probably your your, um, masterpieces that you've created and trying like trying a new method. That's a lot of my- most of my stock is just, ah, oh, we're going to do it. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what, um, okay. What is one thing in your business you wish you had more of? Time to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, where do you get inspiration from? everywhere social media magazines tv friends just just an idea can just 
hit me out of nowhere just from just glancing over at something. I was like, oh, that's nice. And then a, like an idea starts forming. The gears start turning. And within a few minutes, I'm like, all right, I can do that. And then just start slowly piecing it together. Uh, do you plan on letting go some of those other jobs if um, you get this wig business full speed ahead? Oh, yeah. Do you have everybody a plan? In my fa- everybody in my factory job already knows that the minute I can start making more money per week than that job gives me, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you, do you have anything planned for that? Do you have an, like, do you have a, some goals, how you're going to achieve that? Not fully, but I'm working on planning that out. Okay. I have I'm, a few ideas. At this point, you know. I might, I got a few ideas, plus I'm probably going to consult with you personally about that, just to kind of get some ideas flowing, just to have a plan and have everything mapped out to where I need it. And go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who are what types of wigs do you like doing the most? Ones that I can be creative with, like color wise, style wise. Good, like in all these drawers you see behind me. Like if I move, like and if you could zoom in, like there's all kinds of colors everywhere. I love bright colors, mixing colors. And the styling is the same way. I guess the people listening can't see this, but I'll show you this. Oh, wow. I love that. That's the piece that I've done for a client as well that I've made a second one of. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. I love the way hers turned out so so well that I ended up making another one <laughs> sitting on my desk. I love that. Um, what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated to keep coming back to it? Um, probably a couple of things. I find it very relaxing, especially after the especially given that both of my job jobs are very physical and very uh, physically exhausting and mentally exhausting at the same time. I can come to this and either just ventilate for a while and just calm down, relax, wind down. I can sew some tracks in, I can do some styling, just whatever I, Whatever it is that as, that I decide to do, it's just very calming and relaxing for me. Mm. Um, what is? I mean, have you done a full closure yet? About what? Done a full closure? Uh, four by four. Yes. Okay. How long did it take? I've done it. <laughs> no, no. I want to know numbers. How long did it take you? That's. Uh, Given my time frame too long. Well, I mean, <laughs> but together, I, I don't, uh, I, life happens. And in between, I get the breaks, you know? So right. I, I like actual sit down. Okay, fine. It took two months, but really, what did it take? 
about a month. Okay. And All right. Well, you've already done more than that with your the project you're working on now. So, like, right. props to you getting that did and done. Oh my gosh! And then so, this is my first frontal. Ah, so you have? To, are you posting these? Yes. Okay. Good. I just want to make sure. I just want I'm to not posting sure. as often as I should, but I am posting. Yes. Yes. We all can be doing more posting. To be honest, I have to do more posting. Everyone should be doing more posting. I mean, that's just a given at this point in time, Um, especially with, um, you know, marketing and ad spend and trying to get new clients to really bring them into your system. Um, I'm trying to think of um, what, what is your idea for, I mean, hmm. Like getting to the next level, where, where do you see yourself? What is what is your next level? Um, doing more custom work than ready to wear stuff. Because I like I like the whole custom side a little bit more. Because I like the the freedom and the creativity with it. So whereas the ready to wear, they're more just put them together real quick, post them, and sell them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we can definitely incorporate those two in your business. Oh, yeah. Because one can definitely withstand the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if someone wanted to see some of your stuff, where would they go? All right. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. As at Wigs by Chad. And recently got a Snapchat, but don't use it. But mainly on, uh, you can find the ma- biggest majority of my stuff on my Instagram at Wigs by Chad. At Wigs by Chad. I'm so happy. Wait, wait, we didn't even talk about how you actually found me, which is the the bigger, I, for me anyway, I'm super crazy. Um, <laughs> how, how, did you, how did you find out about me? I was actually just, uh, I was on TikTok looking at like wig makers and just scrolling through and you popped up and I don't remember what video it was, but I clicked your profile and just started like binge watching all of your videos and was just like, Oh my God, I could learn so much from this person because that's what I'm teaching myself now is the exact same things. And that's when I started watching your lives and commenting and then joined the wig hacker community. And then now text all the time and everything. You, when I go live, I always know you're going to pop in for, I don't know. Every time I go live, you're in there. You are in oh, yeah. every, somewhere at some point. <laughs> every time, even if it's in your lunch break, I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. in half an hour. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Later. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So keep that. I mean, people who are listening, like, don't like these platforms that are coming out left and right. I know it's a lot to keep learning a new platform, but. Oh yeah. Never know what's going to make you pop off. So make sure oh, you definitely. stay consistent. 
Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for taking time to come and being on the Wickhackers podcast. I'm, I can't wait to see what you're going to create, to be honest. Now that you're doing like just like the, the beginning of your, of your wig making career. I'm really excited to to see it and to be along the way. Oh, and I forgot I am on TikTok as well at wigs by Chad. Yeah. Got it. Got to. Yes. Yes. Got to, got to, got to Uh, make sure you're videotaping. That's the yeah. thing. Get that going. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for spending your time listening to my podcast. If you've learned something and maybe it's inspired you, please share it with your friend and leave a review. Don't forget to sign up for the Wig Hackers community so you can keep uh, your wig making skills sharp and on point uh, and network with other wig makers to work smarter, not harder. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.